Hello and welcome to Gender Forking a Twilight Saga podcast. My name is Sam. My name is Lori. This is our podcast. This is our podcast. <laughs> and today we'll be discussing Chapter 5 of Twilight by Stephanie Meyer, Blood Type. favorite chapter of the whole saga i don't really know okay mine is mind over matter mm. yeah that one's good too i think as a kid my favorite was like the whole meadow sequence yeah yeah honestly still love it can't yeah. wait to get there can't wait to get there in january two years <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yes we just read this one chapter it's a little bit longer than the others it is 80 percent dialogue yeah between bell and edward which is so amazing. It is dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is basically like endless banter with light angst. Yeah. Which is like, if I were to like go on Archive of Our Own and like look up any kind of fan fiction, that was what, what I would want. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> endless banter with light angst. Yeah, I'm not going to lie and say that I would look for the same thing because I used to just read complete fluff. Yeah. It would either be good. complete fluff or this like really fluffy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's like, they're not being forced to share one bed in a hotel. I love one bed. <laughs> yeah. One bed is like, it's the best. And then also like, I, it would either be like complete fluff or like absolute filth. Yeah. Or both. Or both. Yeah, both. My favorite trope, I feel like I don't know very many of them, but oh, I really like um, fake relationship. Oh. To real relationship. I love fake relationship. Yeah. Oh my god. Never gets old? No, it really doesn't. One bed though, one bed or really long car trip. I love that. Yeah. Trapped in some way. Trapped. <laughs> trapped. I want people to be trapped. Mm-hmm. And and you know, like this this dream came true mm-hmm. when I caused a power outage in oh, our small so town right. and it forced all my friends together into a home. <laughs> Sam's home, including (laughs) including Sam and Alex before they were even dating. Mm -hmm. Um, After we had kissed one time. After you'd kissed one time. (laughs) And didn't talk about it. And And it was truly like I uh, like I. It was really fan fictiony. It was so fan fictiony. Like I was like waiting out. Like I was like looking out the window as they were like outside on the porch and everyone was like talking and I was like if you don't stop talking so I can hear <laughs> Sam and Alex talking we're going to have problems <laughs> and I remember we were talking yeah <laughs> I know <laughs> and I remember Aaron being like you are an absolute monster <laughs> oh, like a little revisit to that time in my life yeah I had a lot of people text me after one of our last episodes um, to ask me who climbed up in my bed freshman year and played oh my me God. an Enya song. That's so funny. Um, a couple people from college texted me and asked me who, um, who it was. <laughs> nice. So that was really fun to get up, to tell them. Yeah. We before we dive in, we've done a lot since we recorded the last episode a couple days ago. Yeah. We um, made a cake. We made a cake. We um, saw Rocky Horror. 
We did. That was absolutely oh, wild. And it really... We've watched Twilight. We watched Twilight uh, last night. Yeah. And it inspired us to... Um, Don't steal this idea. This is ours. Yeah. Trademark, trademark, trademark. <laughs> trademark. Copyright. Copyright, copyright. Um, That's how it works. Do a shadow cast of Twilight mm-hmm. a la Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Stay tuned. <laughs> we want to give you any of our good ideas. Um, but yeah, get involved if you want to. <laughs> what else have we done? We, went. Uh, we planned a road trip. We planned a road trip. We're trying to get to Washington, guess, guess where? Oregon. <laughs> We're trying to get up to the, the Twilight spots, hopefully sometime in the next year. In Forks today, it is sunny with a high of 52 and a low of 34. I am very excited about that concept. Mm-hmm. The concept of that weather. That's what it's like at home. <laughs> All right. Blood type. Yep. Blood type. Where do we leave off? We left off. Um, oh, he just he's... asked her to Seattle. Yeah. Wow. Relatable. <laughs> That's what yeah. I did to you today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so she's going into English class um, in a daze. Mm-hmm. And Mike isn't sitting in the seat that he usually sits in next to her. Oh, yeah, Mike is sulking. Yeah. He's being a little brat. But then he walks with her and Eric. The uh, beach trip is coming up. It's been kind of, like, mentioned. La yeah. Push, baby. It's, it's La Push. There's a couple moments in this chapter, or maybe many moments, where we just get so many funny comments about Edward through Bella's eyes. Yeah. Some of it has to do with, like, her low self-esteem, and some of it is just, like, pure comedy. She refers to Edward on page 86 as perhaps just a very convincing dream that I'd confuse with reality. (laughs) That seemed more probable than that I really appeal to him on any level. (laughs) It's like, why are you dragging yourself down so much? Honestly. And then, so they go to lunch, and, and he looks over at oh yeah she's she's looking for him and she starts to sulk because she doesn't see edward he only she only buys a bottle of lemonade lemonade's important yeah becomes important (laughs) to the plot (laughs) but then jessica's like edward cullen is staring at you and then she realizes that he is at his own table and he okay it says once he caught my eye he raised one hand and motioned with his index finger for me to join him (laughs) As I stared in disbelief, he, he winked. <laughs> this is aggressively confident. Yeah. He's like, where did this come from? Like, yeah. a couple of minutes ago, he was like, I, like, literally, literally, one, the, this morning, mm-hmm. he was like, you should probably stay away from me. And then he's like, come sit with me, wink, wink. He's like, let's go to Seattle. And also, yeah. like, come sit with me. Come sit with wink. me. If a boy winked, okay. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I don't. Okay, the confidence that Edward has is a is wild, but it's also like it's different than like the cockiness that like Mike and Eric and Tyler yeah. are showing around mm-hmm. Bella, and it's like that's I feel like what makes him unrealistic as as a high schooler, like Edwards. Right, but he's I mean he's old, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. Right, it's like that in combination with obviously the other things, but like yeah. I feel like they're two. All of them are just so comfortable. Mm-hmm. With their role as a high schooler, mm-hmm. that like it's unrealistic because like they don't have any high school related anxieties yeah, or they don't feel like stresses. teenagers socially. Yeah, and so like they don't have any of that like weird I don't fit in or like I want people to like me right. complex that a lot of high schoolers do. Right, because they they always have their siblings and they don't 
need anything else mm. and it's all for show mm-hmm. it's not like a social there's no social stakes for them yeah and it's comedy gold yeah, yeah. it's great <laughs> there should be more of it yeah he's really bold in a way that doesn't come through in the films i feel like reading this through this time i'm getting a slightly different read on their relationship yeah i am too yeah and i, I think it really like i don't know okay i feel like this is something i was thinking of yesterday when we were watching yesterday when we were watching twilight yeah, yeah. yesterday Twilight, the movie, is not a comedy. No. But this book, it's not a comedy. It's clearly, like, a YA fantasy. Yeah. But it's funnier than the movie. It's really funny. It's really funny. It's hard to pin down. Yeah, and it's not, like, situationally funny. Like, nothing about the situation is... True funny it's like the people in it like the characters are funny yeah and like it well obviously i laugh when i watch twilight and there are those funny moments like it's not as funny as the book and it's like it's trying to be a little more fake deep or something it's trying to be way more broody yeah where this is more like i mean i guess it has its angsty moments it does but bella and edward are just so i mean later in the chapter they like kind of bond or not really bond but it just kind of feels apparent that they're kind of like older yeah intellectually mm-hmm. it just feels so different from anything i've ever read it's it like, does <laughs> i don't i don't know i'm trying to like find the words to say it it's like my my read on their relationship this time through for it's kind of I I feel like I have a better understanding of their back and forth dynamic Mm -hmm. I think in the past when I have read it I mean when I first read it I didn't really think anything of it and then maybe as I've reflected on it in the last couple of years it has read as more dramatic Mm -hmm. but now I'm kind of feeling like they just not bicker but like not even banter I don't even what am I trying to say (laughs) like it is their vibe to just kind of like drag each other all the time yeah. <laughs> in a way and like sometimes they like it actually like they get mad about it like for real mm-hmm. but like not in a destructive way or, or like an unhealthy way it's just they're just like those kind of people that have like little tempers <laughs> yeah it's like I, maybe this is it so the things that are said really dramatically in the movie i think are presented more comedically in the book yeah. So, like, when Edward says something, like, really dramatic in the yeah. book, Bella will be like, you know I don't have any idea what you mean. Right. <laughs> and then he'll smile and be like, I know. Yeah. Like, for example, I decided as long as I was going to hell, I might as well do it thoroughly. Right. That is, like, it's one of my favorite lines. And I don't think it's super dramatic in the movie, but, like, I, there's other examples of this. Even when, yeah, when he says something like that, she couples it with, like, a much more down-to-earth narration or response. Like, Mm -hmm. after he says that, her narration is, I waited for him to say something that made sense. Yeah. The seconds ticked by. (laughs) It's, like, it's funnier. Yeah. It's not as heavy. I feel like I've seen people on Tumblr, like, edit Twilight in a different way that makes it less dramatic and more of, like, a Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rom-com. And, like, that's really cool. I love those. It makes me wish that, although I love Twilight, and I think Catherine Hardwick, like, did the right thing Mm -hmm. um, in all of her decisions ever, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just wish that there was a rom-com version. Yeah. Like, I wish I had the choice to watch Back to our Netflix special. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had the the choice between watching Broody Twilight or watching, like, 
funny like teen drama right this okay the movie is to the text what pride and prejudice 2006 is to the text and what we actually want is pride and prejudice 1995 bbc miniseries yeah yeah which is perfectly mimics the text and it's funny <laughs> and, like allows the dialogue to come through and like illustrate mm-hmm. the characters yeah BBC, if you BBC are listening <laughs> um, and you want to invest in us, like we would love to write the Twilight miniseries for you. Someone will cast it. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll do, do everything. everything. We'll do everything anything and everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are some really dramatic moments. They kind of keep going back and forth. Between, yeah. Like, he's trying to like tell her that he's dangerous and he finally kind of does get through to her here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes a, takes a little while. Throughout this chapter, I want to say that Bella describes Edward's eyes as deep gold, glittering gold, ochre, etc. So many times. So many times. That it's like, Bella. Like, she literally must be having this conversation, like... Yeah, she's, like, staring yeah. into him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What Lori just did was make intense eye contact with me. I did. I just, like... <laughs> Why is my eyes a lot? You're right, you're right. Yeah. It's an audio medium. <laughs> On page 88, mm-hmm. a little over three pages into the chapter, mm-hmm. <laughs> we get kind of like a little insight into how Edward is feeling. He says, I always say too much when I'm talking to you. That's mm. one of the problems. And I feel like that's sort of a, a reveal about what he's experiencing that we haven't gotten before. Because other than that, we're kind of like perplexed as to like what he's doing, just like Bella. Which must be really weird for him because he doesn't talk to that many people. Right. Um, like, obviously, he'll talk to his family, but I don't feel like he has... Again, he doesn't have conversations with anyone that... Yeah, he doesn't have enough human time, which yeah. is what I wrote on page 91 mm. when she asked him if if he was hungry. And he's, he was like, no, I'm not hungry. <laughs> and it's like, you never get to make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, you clearly haven't, like, had enough human time. If you're just now getting to have your little, like, private joke. He's kind of, like, warning her in this section about Mm -hmm. being dangerous. Um, And I just feel like it ends up not being that. I mean, like, I've never felt... I've always been kind of, like, on Bella's side of, like, it's not that bad. (laughs) You know? So you're saying that if your partner, Alex, told (laughs) you... It's personal, but okay. (laughs) It's personal for Bella, too, so I'm just trying to conceptualize this yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. If, if, okay, Alex has been lying to you this whole time. Every time you've seen him eat food, he has coughed it up in the bathroom later. It's not really that this unrealistic. Whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I love you very much, and I know I throw up more than you, so it's okay. I have a condition. <laughs> Alex has been lying to you for the last, what, how long have you been together? Two years. And how many months? It'll be... It's two years at the end of this month. Are you going to cry? <laughs> Time flies. Yeah. When you set up your friends. He's been lying to you for the last two years. Okay. And his family. So he's been lying to his family or his family's been lying to He's you? been lying... Their family's been lying to you, too. Oh, okay. So, his parents, his brother... Hey, Sam. Uh, it's my dream <laughs> no, one day. It's my dream one day that he listens to this podcast. Um, also, his aunt. Yeah. And his uncle. They're, mm-hmm. like, the equivalent of, like, the Denali. Are all vampires. Mm-hmm. And they all have superpowers. Mm-hmm. And you are now in danger of the Volturi coming after you. And you're... Well, Bella doesn't know about the Volturi. Okay. 
But you don't think that's dangerous? Okay. Alex is yes, and dying every single day trying not to drink your blood. I feel like yes and that's so exciting. <laughs> because <laughs> Oh my god. Wouldn't you like to know that the supernatural exists? <laughs> I just feel like it's fine, and he's... What if fine. I'm in on it? I would be so shocked. First, I mean, like, also that's a very different situation, because it's not like they've been dating for two years. They've okay. known each other when, a little bit for two okay, months. Okay, when I was setting you and Alex up yeah. in October, yeah, the two of us, two years ago. we were both vampires. Mm-hmm. We're both vampires. You would have told me so long ago. I can keep I would also be a vampire by now. <laughs> Being bitten, yes. <laughs> Thumbs up. Oh, oh okay. Oh. So it didn't work, but I feel like okay. I feel like he'll are you trying like to make me. Are you trying to complicate my view? Mm-hmm. That's hard because I'm getting Bella's perspective only. I would just be like, I feel like all I've wanted my whole life is to find out that fantasy creatures are real. Yeah, I would be so excited. What fantasy creature would you be? A witch. Me too. Anyway, I'm right. <laughs> okay. I didn't say you were wrong. Just I know. For argument's sake, like, let's say that yeah, I'm like, not smart. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that line also comes out of this chapter, actually. But it's not, like, verbatim. And I actually really like the way that they say it in the movie. Yeah. So let's say for argument's sake that I'm not smart. Yeah. He says, if you're smart, you'll avoid me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this victim blaming? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Rape culture once again finding its way into our media. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm a sexual violence educator. Yeah. For money. For, for other money. Your job. It's my second job. Your real job. It's my one job. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like, he's been going back and forth about like what, like, you know, you shouldn't be friends with me. Like, I'm not good for you. And then it's, in this one little moment, it kind of comes out as like, if you're smart, you'll stay away from me, which is kind of, like, putting it on her to do it. Yeah. Um, as if, like, he can't control himself, which, like, clearly he cannot stay away the from her. The thing about this is, if someone said that to me... I'd be like, bye, honestly. I would never have gotten far enough to figure out that they were a vampire if they were constantly telling me that they weren't good for me. Yeah. I would believe them. Yeah. Like, if anyone... If any, and I'm a Pisces. <laughs> if any human being, vampire status disclosed or not, tells you that they're dangerous and that you should stay away from them and they're not good for you or like anything like that, just like Don't book it. Them. Yeah, because yeah, whether or not they actually are, whether or not they're being dramatic or they actually are dangerous, there's something going on with them that is not good yeah whether whether they actually are dangerous or they just like think it's interesting to be like i'm bad mm, right obviously this is stupid. like an extreme case but yeah this is like different but like i don't know i just feel like after somebody would warn me that many times like bella doesn't know enough about him to know what kind of dangerous he is so like her logical non-supernatural guesses at this right. point like she's not really making them but like I feel like if someone was like, I'm dangerous, you shouldn't be around me. I would think they were involved in, like... A cult. Crime or Or a cult or, like, something like that. Yeah. And... I wrote that down. Like, I was... I wrote, like, I would be relieved to find out that it was supernatural stuff and not, like, some weird... Yeah, I guess that's true. Weird culty stuff with the Cullens where, like, they're all adopted and they're, like, all pretty and, like, all taking drugs to be super strong. Yeah. Like, because that would be fucked up and weird. That's true. Yeah. 
I guess I would also be relieved. Yeah. But after he says, if you're smart, you'll avoid me, she, like, gives it right back to him. Mm-hmm. So she says, I think you've made your opinion on the subject of my intellect clear, too. <laughs> I love that she jumps right into, like, that she's trying to figure out what he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just, like, lets him. Yeah. Lets him have it. <laughs> would you like to say your thing about Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so excited this morning when I realized that Bruce Wayne's name is literally written into this text, which, so it is canon that batman exists in the twilight universe aka robert pattinson playing two characters in one universe yeah love that also lovely i feel like i brought this up a couple of a couple episodes ago but like harry potter must exist in the twilight universe aka robert pattinson is three people yeah in this universe page 90 she really goes off like bella really yes oh my god she goes off so hard she says this no wait let's like back it up okay she he she won't tell him her theory of what he is because she's too embarrassed and he's like that's really frustrating you know and then she says no i disagreed quickly my eyes narrowing i just can't imagine why that would be frustrating at all just because someone refuses to tell you what they're thinking even if all the while they're making cryptic little remarks specifically designed to keep you up at night wondering what they could possibly mean why now would that why would that be frustrating oh well and he grimaces and she continues or better i continued the pent-up annoyance flowing freely now say that that person also did a wide range of bizarre things from saving your life under impossible circumstances one day to treating you like a pariah the next and never explained any of that either after he prom even after he promised oh, that also would be very non-frustrating <laughs> he says you've got a bit of a temper don't you and she says i don't like double standards same Love her. yeah she never gets to have a moment like that in the movie she doesn't get to have a moment like that until the end of the moon yeah 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 and then he kind of like basically like almost tells her that he can read minds he looks over i just feel like this is really irresponsible of him if he's actually trying <laughs> yeah. to not yeah. be like taken as a vampire he looks over at her or at mike or he doesn't actually say who it's probably mike it's probably mike he snickers and she says what and he says your boyfriend seems to think i'm being unpleasant to you he's debating whether or not to come break up our fight and i'm like first of all hilarious that he called him her boyfriend yeah but it's also like you're literally like revealing your number one don't reveal secret other than i drink yeah blood. also he like totally ignored what she said <laughs> yeah she really did at some point he takes her bottle cap and keeps it which i think might be, yeah. actually be a midnight sun detail that's a midnight sun detail that we don't get in twilight which mm. is a bummer it's really wholesome he eventually gets her to tell him a theory yeah of what he is and she guesses like kind of superhero-y things mm -hmm. like radioactive spider that's in the movie as well and he says what if i'm not the superhero what if i'm the, the bad guy, guy. if someone again if someone ever fucking says that to you just like run away they think too much of themselves yeah <laughs> oh and then and then she kind of like gets it yeah but but she gets like she really here's what i like about how she reacts mm -hmm. she says he was dangerous he'd been trying to tell me all that all along and then she says but not bad no i don't believe that you're bad and he says you're wrong but it's like then he's yeah. just being self-deprecating she's able to separate those two things <laughs> yeah. which again i just feel like is not something that i would be able to be okay with yeah like if someone was dangerous especially like dangerous for me like put me in danger yeah but was not a bad person i feel like that's where you kind of fall into this but they're a good person and it's like it doesn't mean they're good for you right it's like there's 
there's the danger is like on a couple different levels, none of which she's aware of yet. But yeah, the, like there's danger in that like he's a vampire and wants to drink her blood naturally. Like mm-hmm. that's one thing. Um, and then the other thing is like introducing her to a, a world of of other vampires that actually actively would want to hurt her. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of like two levels to that. It's kind of like a moral philosophy discussion on like what is bad. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Edward and her really disagree heavily on what's bad. Like, continuously throughout the saga, mm-hmm. it's kind of, like, the biggest discussion. Yeah. She's remarking on his character when she says, you're not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I guess you can make the case that he isn't because he's, I mean, his being a vampire is, like, circumstances outside of his control. Right. And he is, like, doing a lot to combat that situation. Mm-hmm. Like all the Cullens are, I, we really get the danger kink here. <laughs> yeah, we really do. It's not a surprise that she does all this shit in New Moon because she's yeah. already like on a. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we find out that Edward is not going to class today, um, and he says it's healthy to ditch class every now and then. And I just said, Edward would never break a rule if he didn't have to. Yeah, that's true. Like, he's He's lawful. Yeah. And so I thought that was really funny. Like, obviously he does have to because this is the blood typing chapter and Mm -hmm. he has to um, miss the blood typing class, Mm -hmm. but it's ridiculous. When Bella said, well, I'm going, I was far too big of a coward to risk getting caught. I felt that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I've never skipped class like that before. And then Bella goes to biology class. Mr. Banner hands out some... Uh, blood type materials. Okay. What? You didn't have this lab in high school, right? No, we never. I was thinking while while I was reading it, I was like, I feel like they never would have done this in my school. Never heard of this being done. Especially like post AIDS. Yeah, literally like write me and let me know if this is something that's done in your high school. But it sounds to me, again, I'm still thinking post AIDS because we have so many like, first of all, antiquated laws about like bodily fluid contact yeah and things like that like it's illegal to spit on people because Mm. people thought that aids could be Mm. transmitted or hiv could be transmitted through um Mm -hmm. saliva Mm -hmm. fun fact of the day blood like also like high schoolers high schoolers like these people are like high school like they're 17 yeah like not to say that 17 year olds aren't mature but like Think of the worst of the 17-year-olds that you knew in high school at that age. And give them a needle. And give them a needle. (laughs) And, like, everyone else around you also has needles. And you're in high school. No. No. No, thank you. It's a little out of place. Maybe they did this when Stephanie Meyer was in high school. Maybe. It's the only thing I can think of. But also, it's just, like... Pre-80s and 90s. It's just, like, a kind of a a proper setup for, like, Edward not being in class. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But it's, like... They could have been doing a dissection or something like that. Oh my god, lol. Edward wanting to drink the, like, dead frog blood. Ew. (laughs) We did a fetal pig. Yeah, I did fetal pigs too. Actually, I did not participate. I don't think I have a moral position. On dissecting? I think it's bad. Why? I feel like it's not really actually necessary to... For high schoolers. ...do in a high school. I think it's kind of wasteful. And, like, there are people that do need to do dissections Mm. to, like, understand how, like, surgeries and things are done. But, like, think of the vast number of high schoolers that have been, like, that have done dissections Mm -hmm. and, like, the small percentage of those people that go on to do medical things or biological things that will then repeat dissection. an example of so much money going into science and STEM. That doesn't need to be there. 
honestly. We could take all the money that we spend on fetal pigs. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're missing something, but maybe not. <laughs> I don't think we're missing anything. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's just tradition. Like, I don't remember what we were learning from that. Yeah. Other than that, like, I don't know how to identify anatomy because it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's also probably not good for you to be exposed to that much formaldehyde. But yeah, it smelled awful. We had ours open in, for, like, a week mm-hmm. in the classroom. Um, well, yeah, anyway. I feel like... I, I wrote, give her a content warning banner because... He didn't warn anyone that this was happening. He just, mm-hmm. like, pulled out a needle and started, like, stabbing Mike Newton's finger. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't seem like good teaching, and I don't like it. Yeah. Like, Bella starts to faint because yep. she faints at the sight of blood, which is and, so like, ironic. And, like, the nurse is like, oh, there's always one or two every year. It's like if there's always one or two every year yeah. and, like, Bella knows she's someone that faints around blood. She would have not Give gone. her the opportunity to not be there. Yeah. Like fishy fun story about me when i was in middle school in my introductory physical science class we did a lab with sulfur where we were doing something to sulfur and um we were heating it over like a bunsen burner and like a test tube or something and that is the day i found out i was allergic to sulfur wow because i could not breathe (laughs) and i had to go to the office that's cool for you it was fun as much as I disagree with the structure and the situation that they are in, it makes for a hilarious, wonderful story that I hilarious love. Hilarious antics. I yeah. love the situation wherein Bella feels faint, Mike tries to take her to the nurse's office, and then Edward comes out of nowhere and carries her. Picks her up with his goddamn arms. Remember in Life and Death when she didn't carry him? Yeah. I was that so was really upsetting. Yeah. Here's another bone I have to pick with banner okay he sends the one person who's already bleeding with Bella. yeah yeah why would you send mike newton who has a pricked finger when there are presumably 24 other yeah. people in the class i mean he volunteered but, but it's still. like you could be like uh not you yeah and i thought that uh, uh this is page 96 now mm-hmm. um she kind of like sits down on the sidewalk and edward comes over and I'm kind of wondering, like, did he approach... I don't know from Midnight Sun. Mm-hmm. Did he approach her not knowing whether or not she was bleeding? I don't know. Did he see from far away? From, from in his car where he definitely could not smell yeah. her blood. He probably maybe could have smelled Mike. Mm-hmm. But, like, he was, like... Was he, like, so concerned that he... This is so irresponsible of him. <laughs> oh, my God. It really is. Especially because, like... I don't know. He wouldn't have been able to control himself if well, she was bleeding. He should have taken a... Like he, okay. I feel like he should have taken a half day. You know? Yeah. Like, they should have taken... He I should have just gone I don't home. know why he did what he did. I think he was going to drive his siblings home. Yeah, they didn't have they biology. don't need that. They don't need that. It was for appearances. Yeah. Maybe he was just wanting to read other people's minds. Maybe he was reading Mike's mind. Yeah. And he could tell that... And he, he figured out that Bella wasn't bleeding. He was probably sitting in his car. I can confirm this with Midnight Sun. He, he was, was sitting in his car. CD. He was listening to a CD. And he's probably reading the thoughts of everyone in the biology room and watching Bella. Yeah, that's... Yeah, you're right. But although he se- does seem, like, kind of surprised when he sees her. He, he says, what's wrong? Is she hurt? Um, and I really like that she hears him say Bella. And she says, please let me be imagining that horribly familiar voice. Uh, She's, like, so horrified that it's Edward. Yeah. And he's, like, he comes over and says, Bella, can you hear me? And she says, no, go away. (laughs) She says this line, and I just thought that this was, like, a big me mood. Mm -hmm. Um, I squeeze my eyes shut, hoping to die, or at the very least, not to (laughs) throw up. And I literally wrote a huge mood. 
I love that. I love in this part that he's just like so eager to carry her. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm carrying you. And he, once he figures out that she's faint from blood, it's he's hilarious over the to moon. him. He's over the moon. It's hilarious to him. I just wish we had gotten the opportunity to see him be so happy. It's like that tiny fraction of a moment we get in the biology class in the movie. Um, where she says that she doesn't like the cold, wet weather, and he chuckles because it's hilarious because he is cold. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if we had seen this, like, oh my god, she can't stand the smell of blood, that's hilarious. Like, that would have been so beautiful. Yeah. I would love to see Rob do that. I want, like, Midnight Sun, the Netflix series, you know? Oh my god. (laughs) the power that has mm-hmm. so he takes her to the nurse's office and she's fine after a couple of minutes mm-hmm. she just needs to like lay down and they are talking more there's so much dialogue he talks again about how mike doesn't like him and yeah. she thinks you can't know that um or she says you can't know that and then she thinks she wonders suddenly if he could mm-hmm. so she's kind of getting she's piecing things together mind reading and i would just think that i was going insane yeah i like she again she's so self-assured of like what she's experiencing, mm-hmm. I would be like, eh, I would either think some I would either think that I was going insane or that this was a really weird kid. Yeah, or he was like unhinged. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, which she never seems to like think that he could ever be, like because he's hot, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she never questions his sanity. Yeah, which is really she questions her own a little bit, but also yeah. not really. She questions her on, like, kind of playfully, like, she, out of obligation, maybe. Yeah. Because, like, her worldview is being changed. But, like, she doesn't ever really seriously lose it. Yeah. In no, any way. At all. The only thing she's, she like, thinks is, like, wild is that he's interested in her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Edward explains that he was in his car listening to a CD. Mm-hmm. And I'd love for you all to either tweet or Instagram DM or email us um, or Tumblr message us what you think the CD Edward was listening to in his car is. If you were Edward and you were sitting in your car listening to music and it wasn't Claire Delune, mm-hmm. what would it be? It doesn't have to be time period specific. It doesn't have to be time period specific. I just want to have some what do you think Edward fun to? things about what you think yeah. Edward would listen to, either like today or like... I, I should make a playlist based off of that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. And I can include people's suggestions. Yeah, that'd be cool. There's an irresponsible use of the term invalid. Yeah. Which is always an irresponsible word mm-hmm. on page 100. It's just, it just didn't age well. It's just yeah. not something we say anymore. Nope. We get uh, the mention of a character called Lee Stevens. Yeah, we've never heard of after yeah. that. Only heard of once from fainting in biology. Yeah. Um, and there's like this moment where- The nurse too, Mrs. Coke. Oh yeah. This kid comes in, he also fainted. I think he, he did prick his finger mm-hmm. and Edward can smell that right away. Mm-hmm. And he, this is like such a wildly specific use of his power is to help Bella get out of the room yeah. before she faints again. But she can also smell it. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you smell blood? I can smell blood. I can smell blood. I don't think I don't know why he says humans can't smell blood. Maybe we totally can. It's just like anyone with a period knows what blood smells like. Yeah. And yes, like it is different yeah. smelling than other blood, but like you get notes of blood right. when you have notes a period. Like you it's like it's blood yeah. plus. Plus. And like when you smell blood, or when you taste blood, yeah, in your mouth, or like if you bleed your finger bleeds and you put your finger in your mouth, like you know what that tastes like. It smells like that. I think rust smells like blood, and I yeah, really dislike the rusty. smell of rust. Like if I hold key or like metal, yeah, when I hold keys in my hand, I don't like the smell of that. Money, yeah. things like that, they all remind me of the smell of blood. Yeah. I also am really squeamish around blood. 
just like Bella. <laughs> and Trendy. needles and things like that. But I think people can smell blood. Let us know. Oh, yeah. I can totally smell blood. And when I remember reading this as a kid and being like, I can for sure smell blood. Am I special? And let us know. Can yeah, you smell blood? <laughs> then Bella doesn't want to go to gym class and Edward gets her out of gym class. And like, he's such a good ally. He is. I said, we love a supportive boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't let Edward hear you calling him her boyfriend. He'd be so flustered. He would be really flustered. Oh I bet that's what Alice does all day at home. And then the, the weirdest, like, funniest thing happens. And this, this, it was this part that, like, made me reflect on, like, their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, because they get, like, a little, like, huffy with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's, got, he's insisting on driving her home. Yeah. And she's, like, so mad that he's, like, literally forcing her to do mm-hmm. it instead of, like, being excited to spend time with him. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, I need, to, I can do it myself. I want to, like, so you. I know. Um, <laughs> but it's like just so funny um how like insistent they are mm. to the point of anger about like doing nice things for each other sometimes he threatens to drag her back to the car if she tries to make a break for her truck yeah. and i was like first of all if someone said that to me i would not be cool with it yeah <laughs> yeah i would be extremely I'd uncool be like, about it bet. i'd be like if you fucking t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like so so mad and it's I feel like this dynamic was missing from Bo and Edith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's. I think that Stephanie explains it away as, like, the chip on Bo's shoulder. Right. He's a lot more easygoing yeah. about things. Yeah. He doesn't have the self-esteem He wants problems. to be topped by Edith. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's what it is. I wouldn't even say that Bella... I mean, Bella's chip on her shoulder, it's not, like, this hugely dramatic thing. I don't think. But it does make her feel like a different character from Bo. Yeah, for sure. Totally. They bond over fucking Debussy, which is hilarious. The rest of the chapter, they mostly talk about their families, which is wholesome. Like, they're yeah. in the car, and Edward is suddenly like, what is your mother like? The way that she answers so descriptively mm-hmm. and so quickly, mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody asked me what my mom was like, I wouldn't have that kind of answer mm. um, prepared. She says her mom is her best friend, and I'm like, that's a lot to unpack. It is a lot to unpack. I feel like there's a TV show now. I think it's on, like, one of the trash networks, like, about mothers and daughters who are, like, way too close. It's called Smothered. Wow. It's like, you should have other friends. <laughs> you should have other friends. Yes. Besides your mom, have another friend besides your mom. This Bella. is some, as someone who, like, I love my mom. Yeah, we love our moms. I also love your mom. Yeah, I love your mom. <laughs> she starts asking him about his family and the Cullens, which is kind of the first time that we hear about his... Like, it's the first time that he talks about them to her mm-hmm. in the book. It's interesting because, like, I know that she knows... Okay, he says... He's talking about his parents, and he says, I couldn't imagine two better people. And she says, you're very lucky. He says, I know I am. And she says, and your brother and sister. And I think it's just weird because... She separates Alice and Emmett from Rosalie and Jasper. Yeah, and then he does, too. And he kind of does, too. He says, my brother and sister, and Jasper and Rosalie, for that matter, are going to be quite upset if they have to stand in the wait- the wait- the rain the waiting wait. for me. And I just thought it was weird that they separated them out, like... So that they don't get separated for the rest of the book. Or yeah. the rest of the series, and we don't, like, think of them as separate. They're called the Cullen family. Yeah. Like, I know in function it makes sense for them to be slightly separated because of the relationships and things like that, but... Yeah. Side note, like so funny that they can't even pretend not to be in a relationship i know like they can't like they can't pretend not to be in a relationship when they're like in high school during the day i feel like it would be worse 
though if they pretended they weren't in a relationship yeah. and then people found out they were hooking up somehow. You're right. Like, what if they, like, <laughs> like that would be really messy. Yeah. They probably, they they probably, probably tried that. Or they probably just don't want to pretend yeah. that they're siblings with their right. lover. That's also something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's no, in weird anyway. in, this, this, yeah, but in this house. It's just a really flirty chapter. Yeah. And this- it's basically all dialogue. Yeah, it's a lot of relationship development. I love it. At the end of the chapter, he t- basically tells her that he's not going to be in school the next day. And then at the end of the chapter, <laughs> they go back to like being huffy, which is funny. Mm-hmm. He teases her about being accident prone. Yeah. And that's the end. Yep. Um, it's powerful. It's a great chapter. And the next chapter, I think we meet Jacob proper. Oh, Jacob Dive into proper. that. Jacob proper. Before we potentially get our guests, I have the Tinder bio. Okay. I'm for ready for it. Our mini segment, Love at First Bite. Love at First Bite. Crunch. Apple Sound. Okay. Okay. Here is the Twitter Tinder bite. Age 40? Question mark? This is card. This is okay. Uh male. Um, I put 10 miles. <laughs> uh the picture is just one grainy, ambiguous photo of them standing in front of trees and then the other picture is just like a photo of like a flower bed and then the um bio is science nerd green is good do you know your oh. type oh. Oh. <laughs> sister. oh my god it's mr banner <laughs> do you want to hear the the song yeah it's that song i don't know if this is what it's called but it's i believe the children of the future oh, <laughs> oh my god i put mr banner slash melina yeah that was definitely like a hybrid mm-hmm. i pulled from what little we get from the film and the book yeah would you like to swipe <laughs> left or right on this 40 year old science teacher also i blushed because of the thing that stephanie said about him having a crush on yeah Bella. what is up with I that i hate that why um, would she say that but i really do like a character and if i was 40 and he didn't say that about bella yeah i didn't think that about bella yeah i'd swipe right sure but me mm-hmm. as a 23 year old yeah swipe left <laughs> let's see if our guests are around for our second guest segment, we have two of our guests here with us today. They're going to introduce each other. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's fun. <laughs> this you is know, what we do. So you know, um, Parks and Rec. What? Yeah. Yeah. Every time they talk about Anne, where yeah. she's like a beautiful Amazon, Starfish. like yeah. snowflake or whatever, whatever. Um, so that's Helen. Um, wow. Helen that's really is. Um, <laughs> Helen, I've known. Since oh my god, high here school. we go. Okay, well, <laughs> here oh we go. <laughs> should, I, should I cry right now talking about Helen? <laughs> Helen's perfect. I don't know what to say. It's really fine. <laughs> Helen's eating a cupcake <laughs> that we made earlier. It's so good. <laughs> it's really like cardboard board. Helen is also an Aquarius. That's mm. so true. <laughs> <laughs> JJ's a math teacher. <laughs> we love him. He has luscious long hair. And a really impressive beard. And he's guiding the children of America to do beautiful things. Like math. Can we start over? <laughs> Why? You can do your intro again if you want to, but... <laughs> so this is Helen. She's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is JJ. He does math. That's it. All right. Uh, JJ is my partner, and Helen is my roommate and high school best friend. Well, I brought gifts that I was going to distribute earlier because I assumed that we were going to do this uh, not the night before I left. Oh my god. Mm. But as promised, I mean, you get them too even though you're not part of the <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
As promised, you're Edward Cullen. Please react loudly. Wow. <laughs> and talk about how much you love being a patron. I love being a patron. I love this button so much. I'm going to subscribe to Patreon tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like Edward's got wings. <laughs> I love being a patron. Oh, my God. Uh, Elspeth stickers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, I love, I love stickers. stickers. Wow, it's like he's saying this that she cute. stinks. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Oh, so aesthetic. So we have a couple of questions prepared for you. The first question we have for each of you, and you can go in whichever order you wish, uh-huh. is what is your background with Twilight? What is your Twilight story? What were your... Like, when did you first encounter it? I have to be really honest. <laughs> okay. okay. I fell really quick into the trap of Harry Potter vs. Twilight. Oh, no. Yeah, I read all the books in 7th or 8th grade, maybe both. Um, all in a boom, 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 boom. But I had already decided I wasn't going to like it. <laughs> so my experience of it was probably not so pure. <laughs> my Twilight experience uh, was very interesting. So I was, so it came out while we were in middle school. All right, the movie did. Yeah, I right was, after Aragon came out. <laughs> right after Aragon. Perfect. Fourth book, right? So I read, so we, we were told to like do a book report on a book that was over 200 pages. And so I read Twilight. And so everyone thought it was a joke that I chose Twilight, but mm. it was a phenomenon. But it wasn't a joke. So, <laughs> I, so I read it. A chapter of Twilight. Um... And I did read it after most most of my female friends had read it, but I thought it was still cool and fun. Um, and like I liked it; it wasn't great, it wasn't really my jam. I was more of a Percy Jackson fan, but it was Bro, but it was good, yeah. Um, like and then days. my favorite, my my, I think I was even before that. I was with my dad uh, in Alabama, and oh, yeah, I love we. This. We were visiting my cousin's house, one of those cousins that's not really your cousin. (laughs) So my dad and I were like, didn't know what to do. We noticed that our cousin, that my cousin had a copy of the Twilight movie. And so we unironically watched the first Twilight together sitting on the floor of their living room in Alabama. Just my dad and I. And both of us were like, that was something. And then... That's about that's about it for my Twilight story. Actually, I wanted to know if y'all knew each other during your Twilight phase in middle school. No, we didn't know each other. We met each other the like we met each other the three of us all met in um, ninth grade. Oh, okay. So it was no longer cool in ninth grade to like Twilight. So you either liked mm. it really quietly or you were um, in the closet about Twilight. I was in the closet about Twilight or you had fallen into the Harry Potter Twilight for sure stuff. I don't know. I was Team Alice Till I Die. Till you die. Yeah. Yeah. Let me put you as Team Alice in the Discord. (laughs) Team Alice Till I Die. What is your favorite Twilight related memory with us, Lori and Sam, uh, of any time period? Go. Um, My favorite Twilight memory uh, of Lori specifically Mm -hmm. is this week when she watched it five times and fell asleep (laughs) in five different spots, but every time a little bit longer through the movie as she prepared. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Powerful. 
It's really soothing to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think with Twilight and with, like, with Twilight and Titanic, I like to shut it off after the first two-thirds because the last <laughs> one doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm not, like, I appreciate the end of the movie, obviously. I like the prom scene and things like that, but... Yeah, yeah the end of the I movie, you know, the baseball scene. I have really enjoyed watching the movie recently, though. I didn't realize yeah. how fucking good it is. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. The style of it is, honestly, iconic. My favorite twilight memory with y'all is um the first time i i watched it with you after the twilight resurgence maybe in like junior or senior year of college mm-hmm. and realizing like oh this is like fully not just ironic <laughs> <laughs> no we actually like it yeah. yeah i think that's also alarming for a lot of people that it's not ironic mm-hmm. you gotta like spoon food it with a little bit of irony mm-hmm and then to allow people to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, totally. it's not a per- it's not the perfect book. It's not the perfect no. movie, but it's something. But it also is perfect. It is perfect yeah. every single way. I lied. <laughs> I kind of disagree. <laughs> I kind of disagree. Okay, <laughs> sorry, my bad. I read a lot of yes, you um, did read a lot fantasy specifically, and a mm-hmm. lot of like supernatural romance books. So mm-hmm. I don't really understand why I didn't like. I wasn't. Maybe you should try reading it again. Honestly, I've thought about it a lot. There's many copies in the house. Yeah, I have thought... We have. I think we have done On this last read that we're doing, that something that I haven't really thought before is that Stephanie Meyer is a good writer. There's a lot that I really... There's something really uh, unique about this book that uh, really draws you in. What Twilight character do you think you are? Do we get to take a quiz? You can. I hope so. (laughs) Do you want me to... Let's do it. JJ, do you have an answer? I was going to say Jasper because I look like I'm always in pain, but I don't think that's do you? true. So. You don't look like you're always <laughs> I think I was just making a fun joke. You look really jolly fun, fun a lot. Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Also, you're not a Confederate soldier. I'm Charlie Swan. Aww. <laughs> Alright. That's so cute. That hey, cute. Charlie, you're a cool dude. Just keep being your adorable, oblivious self. Oh, fuck. Also, <laughs> now a vampire, and your granddaughter is growing at the speed of light. Shouldn't you notice that? Oh well, I love that. Wow. Right, so we have one Charlie and one Jacob book one. Jacob book one, five and two. Okay, <laughs> lock it in. At the end of our episode this season, we've been plugging something that we like, uh, and it's a different thing every week. Um, and so this week, let's plug our favorite Halloween decoration. Oh my god, ever. Sure. There's a lot in this house right now. We don't have this yet. Amazon has, it's like a skeleton. It's very, very skinny and probably like waist high. And it has its hands like, its fists like pressed together. Mm -hmm. And on the fists hangs toilet paper. And it has (laughs) just like a little sign on it that says, Master, your butt napkins. (laughs) (laughs) I want it so bad. I want it so bad. The Halloween decoration I'd like to plug is um, we have a gauze, um, like spooky material, like black spooky material with a spider web made out of rope and some fake spiders hanging down, hanging over our kitchen light. It's like a fun ceiling tapestry and I really like that. The Halloween decoration I would like to plug is five replica swords in the corner. <laughs> Those are not Halloween that decorations. Not a joke they or a decoration. Just, and not all of them are swords. Is a keyblade a sword? Uh, is that, uh, 
Also, why guitar. haven't I played with them? That's while a guitar. <laughs> One of those is a guitar. Sorry, axes and <laughs> weapons. 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 Various weapons, a including sword a guitar. Corner. If you shred a guitar, power play enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh, like fantasy Cinderella style pumpkin that I have on my coffee table at home. Cute. It's like bright orange and like kind of flat looking. Has like a little bit of green on it. It's really cute. I got it at a family farm in Maine. Cute. Mm. Love that. Oh, I'd like to change my answer. Okay. Me too. <laughs> I'd like to plug my cat, Mr. Darcy, who's oh a black, God. fluffy cat, and yeah. he makes for really great Halloween photos every year. Mm. Is it just me, or does he get fluffier around October? He does get fluffier <laughs> around October. And he is more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> he inflates with the power. <laughs> the power Either that, or he's been eating Legos food. Oh, I think it's both. Yeah, I'd like to plug the witch hat that we have hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is, we have like a string of skeletons that looks like a smile and then like little eyes and the witch hat hanging on the wall as a like a witch's nose it's like a face on the wall that's my favorite decoration that we have it's really creative i'd like to throw an honorable mention to oh jj's gonna say it no it's fine you go for it no you can say it i would like to (laughs) (laughs) i would like to plug the uh plastic wall hanging that we have on our apartment door that is a um grim reaper on the toilet yeah, so reading the obituary. <laughs> yeah, now y'all are just y'all are just like showing off about how many Halloween. I would like you have. to plug. <laughs> we made we handmade this Halloween decoration out of two hanging signs that said "boo." Mm-hmm. Um, we deconstructed them to say "boob." <laughs> Perfect, and it's hanging on the wall. Yeah. My own joke. I mean, yeah. your own joke. Our own joke, and I still laugh every time. <laughs> oh, isn't that good? <laughs> um, I would like to plug. <laughs> We have a skeleton sitting in the corner, but I'd, I'd like to plug specifically its um, spider scarf. Mm-hmm. It's like an orange string of fluffy Halloween-ness and spiders all over it. It's really cute. I would like to plug um, the spider web lights in the wall that actually don't work anymore, and it's really spooky because there is one half of an electric like socket, like the metal part broke off, and it's hanging out of the wall, and it's really scary because I reach back there and I plug my phone in with the plug that is not broken. Oh, this is real spooky. Yeah. This is I had Holland. no idea. <laughs> this is terrifying. That's yeah, it's the spookiest thing at all. That's spooky. Uh, <laughs> dying. Could I die at any minute. That's probably all we have to plug, except... We also, because Helen is a bookseller, which mm. JJ didn't mention in his... Thank you for shouting that um, out. It's an important part of my identity. <laughs> but Helen's a bookseller, and her passion is um, children's books, so we have Halloween-themed children's books in our house as well, which is really mm. fun. It adds to the ambiance. I forgot about those. You should subscribe to our Patreon, become a patron, and you can get one of the little Edward buttons that everyone else was so excited about. Yeah, or you can go to bullyingshirtbellas.tumblr.com slash merch and get more information about the stickers and the buttons. Uh, if you were interested in that. And might I say, mm, I sure do love that sweet, sweet Discord. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! What's your favorite part of the Patreon? Is it the Discord? Uh, definitely. Did you, you join because is, of the Discord? I joined because of the Discord. He joined because he felt left out he that he wasn't in the Discord. to be left out. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Lori's turn to, to say, I think JJ might want to do oh, it. Oh yeah, do you want to sign off? Sign off the podcast? <clears throat> Perhaps Billy Black did raise a bitch. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> no, for real though. Um, <clears throat> that's all, forks. Bye. Bye. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Gender Forking. All of season one is now streaming. To stay updated about the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at @genderforking. For more Twilight content from us, you can follow our blog at bowlingshirtfellows.tumblr.com. For other inquiries, email us at bowlingshirtfellows at gmail.com. If you're interested in supporting the production and maintenance of this podcast, head to patreon.com slash genderforking. The music you are hearing is from O Lucifer.